Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Heavy Rovies podcast. Uh, thanks for checking me out. Thank you for joining me. Um, so in this episode two, I want to talk about exactly what the title says, that nothing will ever separate us from the love of God. Um, and I want to dive into uh, Romans 8, 38 through 39. Um, <clears throat> here in a minute, I will be reading that from the Passion Translation. Um, so when I got hit with this revelation, it was uh, about three years ago, it was June of 2020. Um, and <clears throat> I, he had me, the Lord had me reading Romans 8 daily on a daily basis. And that started in April of that year. Um, Especially 38 to 39. He really had me um, in those two scriptures specifically. Um, And, you know, it it was for me to fully grasp, grasp that concept of nothing will ever separate me or you listening from the love of God. There's nothing that you could do, um, nothing that you've done that will ever make him stop loving you. And there's nothing that you can do or have done that will make him love you more or less than he already does. He loves you perfectly and fully and completely, right? Um, So, yeah, let me just read it. Like I said, this is from the Passion Translation, Um, and it says, So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I am convinced that His love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken His love. There is no power above us or beneath us, no power that can ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. Um, and I want to read what I wrote down. Um, it was on June twenty second, 2020. Um, and this is the first thing that he really spoke to me, and I wrote it down after reading this. Like I said multiple times, it was... Uh, April, May, June, like two months almost of reading that. I would read other things, yeah, uh, but Romans 8 daily, he was like, read that, read that, especially 38 through 39. Um, before I read that, I really think what it is, like the biggest reason why he really wanted me to meditate so much on 38 through 39 is because like, um, a lot of times we look at God, um, the father, our father, our dad, the same way we look at our earthly dad sometimes. And, um, I know I was guilty of doing that. Um, you know, I love my earthly dad. He's not with us anymore. Hasn't been for a while, but, um, he pretty much abandoned me and, uh, had no contact with him for years and years and years. Um, you know, I'd say a year or two before he passed away, he actually found, got a hold of me, got my number, um, 
and called me up one day randomly and we kind of rekindled our relationship in a way. Um, so yeah, that, and, and that was important and I'm glad that that happened because it helped me heal and forgive him, uh, of that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just like th- that. And like I said, there, there were times where I felt like God had abandoned me, um, that his love for me wasn't really tangible. It wasn't <clears throat> really there. I felt that way sometimes. Um, so yeah, I really know that that's why he had me reading 38 to 39 so heavily, um, to show me, look, there's nothing that you do, you've done, doesn't matter. Um, it, it never made me stop loving you. Um, but this is what he had me write down on June 22nd of 2020. <clears throat> he said, I said, uh, his love for me is pure, trustworthy, and constant. My name is engraved in the palm of his hand. I'm always on his mind. Despite any wrong thought I've had or any wrong thing I've done, he still loves me. He'll always love me no matter what. Nothing can or ever will stop him from loving me, nor can it separate me from his love. His love is never conditional. He's not up there waiting me for, for me to do enough for him to love me. He's not picking favorites. He doesn't love someone else more than he loves me. Um, and I really believe that that word right there that he gave me, um, it's for me. Yeah. But, um, I believe that it applies to everyone. Um, and he loves all of us the same and we're all his favorite. And what's really cool is, uh, in John 17, it, it says that he loves us just as much as he loves Jesus. And, that's something that I'd love to get into, uh, on a later episode as well. Um, and the thing about it is like the enemy lies, right? The enemy's a liar. He's always trying to tell us that we're not doing enough. Um, or that we've messed up so much that there's no way that God could love us or, you know, yeah, maybe he does love you, but probably not as much as you think or would like for him to. I know I've heard that lie a time or two. Um, and I'm sure that I'm not alone in that. So, um, yeah, that's it. So, like, there's no power above or beneath us that can never separate us from his love. It really, you know, that's one thing that jumps out to me is like, there's no spiritual thing. There's no earthly thing that can ever separate us, ever make him stop loving you, loving me. Um, there's literally nothing. I don't know how else to put it other than that. There is nothing in this universe that can separate us from his love. And I also want um, you to notice too, that it doesn't mention the past at all. Doesn't mention your past. That's another lie. Oh, remember what you did. 
at such and such time. You remember when you said this, you remember when you did this, those are all lies. And I know I've heard them and I'm sure you have too. Those are all lies. There's nothing in your past um, that can make him stop loving you. He forgave all that. When Jesus died and said, it is finished, he wasn't just talking about present or future sin. He was talking about your past as well. It is finished. It died on the cross with him. You died on that cross with him. Your old self died. My old self died. So our past is irrelevant. Our past has no power to dictate or control who we are. And our past certainly doesn't separate us from his love. It only mentions our present or future circumstances. There's nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. So right there, it's clearly telling us like that there's a reason why Paul didn't write about our past when he was getting this from the Holy Spirit to write down. Because our past is irrelevant. We don't have to worry or focus on our past at all. Because God certainly isn't worried about our past. He killed that. Um, so when we're looking to the present and the future circumstances, you know, don't worry about the future. It already says that. Don't worry about the future. Um, but like anything... If you have a wrong thought today, if you mess up and sin today, just know like that is not going to do anything to change his mind about you. That's not going to do anything to separate you from his love. It's not going to make him stop loving you any more than he already does. You're his favorite um, and he loves you. He loves you so much. Um, yeah, there's, no, again, nothing we will do or ever do. Nothing happening or that will happen that will separate us from his love. Our union with Jesus, that's what brings us back to our Father and his love. Jesus, we're one with him. And he's one with his father, and that makes us one with our father. <clears throat> I know this is a shorter episode. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, as we go forward, I'll definitely dive into this a little bit more. Um, but, you know, I do want to close out in a prayer. Um over you that's listening today, um, wherever you're at, just know that your father loves you so much. He's crazy about you. He's madly in love with you and he wants you so much. He wants you. Remember, like Jesus says, I leave the 99 for the one. At one point in time, you were that one. Right now, you might be that one. Just know that he would and will leave the multitude of the ones that already know him just to come and find you, to come where you're at, to reveal himself to you. 
because that's how much he loves us. God wants all of his kids back, right? And that's what it is. There's no, like, predetermined thing. (laughs) Um, Like, there's not a group of people in this world that are destined for hell and a group of people in this world that are destined for heaven. We're all his kids, whether we know it now or not, whether we believe it now or not. He wants all of us back. He wants all of us to be with him where he's at. Jesus said again in John 17, and we're going to get into that in a later episode. Father, I want all of those, all of them, to be with me where I'm at. God wants every single one of us to be with him in eternity And that's now. Eternity is now. It's not a destination. Eternity, true love, heaven, all of that stuff is not a destination. It's a person. That person is Jesus. He wants to bring all of eternity to us now. We can live in that now. We can live in that heavenly realm now. Um, And I don't know why I'm going off in this tangent. It just came up in me and I've got to let it out. So there it is. You are valuable, you are loved, you are worthy of love. So yeah, I'm going to close this out in prayer. Father, thank you for every single one of your precious children that hear this today. Father, I thank you that even now they would tangibly feel your love just surrounding them. Father, that you wrap them up right now in your embrace and they feel your warmth and your presence right now. Jesus, I thank you that you're revealing yourself to all of us daily. And even now, like that you would just reveal yourself to the ones that don't really know you yet. I just thank you um, for everyone listening again. I just thank you that they know your love, Father. You're not up there just looking down on us, waiting for us to do something wrong. You're not just looking down in judgment constantly on us. You're looking down in love. Matter of fact, you're not even looking down. You're looking us right in the face, eye to eye. You're right in front of us. You're all around us, Father. So I just thank you for that, um, that you're here. You're not just up in the heavens. You're here with us. We're one with you. You're one with us. Your love is amazing. Your love is everything. Everything starts with your love. So I just thank you that right now, today, that some of us are reminded of that. That you're our first love. I thank you for that rekindling of that love. That first love with you. And I thank you for the ones that hear this that don't know you. That they know your love right now. In Jesus' name. And I just thank you for revelation. um, Knowledge for everyone listening. 
that they know you in, in a deeper, deeper way. Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you're taking this forward. You're carrying this out. You're you're making it alive inside of all of us. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, that you're just building that love up inside of us. And it just burst out. And I thank you um, uh, just for everything you're going to do in me and anyone listening today. Thank you for your amazing peace, your love, your grace, your mercy, and everything that you give us, all of the gifts that you lavish out upon us, your love that's lavished out upon us. Yeah. Thank you, Father, um, again, for everyone listening and your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um I try to do these as often as I can. Um, right now it looks like it might be a monthly thing and that's okay. Um, but yeah, when time presents itself, I would definitely do another one. Um, episode three is coming. Um, but yes, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.